1: So Cavs, a podcast, Nate Smith, uh, Tom Pestak, we're, we're waiting on evil genius to get online here. He's, uh, he's having some audio difficulties. Um, are you sure it's not on mute? EG
0: (laughs) is it plugged in?
1: Did you turn it back off and back (laughs) on again? Did you try to adjust?
0: Did you adjust for daylight savings?
1: (laughs) Uh, this is what you get for buying a Mac, eg. I see this. Pivot. <laughs> Nothing seems wrong. I'm not on mute. I did everything. <laughs> oh yeah. See, <laughs> do you no do you have a child in the house that can troubleshoot the your problem. PC?
0: That's a problem with people these days. No one wants to take responsibility for their problems. <laughs> I, I did everything. <laughs>
1: So the best part about this is EG can hear us, but we can't hear him. So <laughs> We can just we can just
0: uh, uh, he can't defend himself. No, nah, he's, he's just a punching bag.
1: <laughs> said, this is my nightmare. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, yeah, Tom was just telling us about how Rocket League basketball is not very good. No, it's crazy. Is... It's like I hate
0: soccer. And I hate NASCAR and all forms of racing, but I love Rocket League. But then Rocket League released an NBA-themed, like, basketball, kind of like a mode, and I absolutely hate it. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing, man. I don't know. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. I, this, I, is why, this is why you don't judge things on paper. You don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. You don't judge Jeff Green by, like, 27 years of rapham data because <laughs> you just never know. You just well, never know, Nate.
1: Well, it's the funny thing about Jeff Green is <laughs> I just keep seeing this thing that says "eg" is typing. <laughs> you, just, you know what we need to do? We need to get the uh, the old uh, Stephen Hawking voice out <laughs> for, for all. <laughs> and Jeff Green is a machine. <laughs> I'm gonna, like that for the rest of this podcast, please. No, no, that's only. I'll only do that when E.G. types. So, okay, okay, man, okay. I wish I had that in real life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> You're messing up my air dribbles.
1: Uh, <laughs> your air dribbles? Yeah. What are air dribbles?
0: Um. So in Rocket League you have a rocket on your car. So if you have enough <laughs> boost, which is like your fuel, you can fly through the air. So an air dribble is essentially you're in the air and the ball is in the air, but you're keeping your nose real close to it so as to kind of maneuver it in midair.
1: Oh, okay. It's kinda of like, you know, LeBron James every game.
0: Dude, or... LeBron, I, I could just talk for like four hours right now about and just gush about LeBron. I mean I really could.
1: Well you I, you're gushing about LeBron, I'm gushing about uh Kyle Corver. Yeah. And uh and we both are pleasantly surprised by Jeff Green who Green. Yeah, totally I, I will say that the greatest thing about Jeff Green is they are only letting him be a power forward. And they're like, yes. don't yes. dribble down and take ISO J's. Just well, go play power forward and that's all you need to do.
0: But have you noticed that when he doesn't try to do too much on the wing he's he's actually a pretty good passer yeah like like when he just gets the ball in a good spot on the move um he can create and you know he can finish he's not a great finisher but he dude is so big that's the thing i think maybe because jeff green has been this sort of like underwhelming non-efficient wing player for so long i just had it in my mind that he was like 66200 or something the dude is sometimes the biggest guy on the court
1: i mean he's wade like wade to green is my new favorite thing <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was the first word you said wade <laughs> oh wade to green yes i know they're building this chemistry up together and i'm just watching you know the nba is going smaller and smaller and maybe this was just Jeff Green's time, you know. You know how some people are like more attractive in different eras. Maybe mm-hmm. Jeff Green is just a more attractive basketball player in 2017 on the Cavs than he's ever been because he's, you know, he's fast and athletic for a power forward. But being six nine, that's not even a deficiency at this stage as a, at the power forward position. Right. And like half the time. He's going up to finish on guys that he outweighs and that he has a longer wingspan
1: of. Oh, I don't that, know I, that I, one I, play tonight where they move the ball all over and then the last play was uh, J.R. under the basket and he kind of does like yes. a no loop scoop pass to Jeff yes. Green and he and did
0: he does the tomaha, or he does the uh, pump fake uh, dunk,
1: but he had to do it because uh,
0: the was coming. Sim-
1: Simmons was there. Yeah, yeah. Was... so sweet. It was very sweet. So yeah, coming away,
0: on... uh, you know, JR putting the ball on the floor and moving is a real thing again. I noticed it like two weeks ago that holy cow, JR just pump fake to put the ball on the deck. And I think last game, JR had a nice play where they closed out real hard and he just, uh, went to the rack. And tonight, yeah, that play was really caught my eye too. So having him be a little bit more dynamic um then he's been, you know, really the last two seasons. Because if you think of the last two seasons, he hasn't been dynamic at all. But two years he was just such a he could hit from eight feet behind the line that you didn't really care. That shot abandoned him. He was just so static. But you know it's like a dynamic version of JR. Alright, I need to hear the voice.
1: I'm sorry I'm out. Uh... <laughs> Can you try me back again? <laughs> Okay, we've decided that we can't get EG on the audio, so um, these are his last two texts. Or go ahead and record. I'll just listen and chime in with my Stephen Hawking voice. <laughs> it will be worth it for the pastac laugh track. <laughs>
0: Uh, say the one about not being sophisticated
1: oh yeah so we're we're trying to uh tech support him and tom's like uh yeah i'm gonna uh do a team viewer session and and i'm trying to talk him through like uh the audio settings in skype and he goes damn it i can still hear you guys i am not that sophisticated <laughs> so i i I hope eg does not mind we 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 are trying to laugh with him and not at him so yeah now i just have
0: this vision of like stephen hawking courtside at a Cavs game (laughs) and like being interviewed by uh austin carr and fred mcleod like in the middle of the
1: third quarter I don't even want to know how that interview I, would go.
0: I don't know. I don't know how it would go either. I just... That, that I, is now it. All I head. can
1: think of is 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 uh, ACS and particle physics questions. You hey, not AC... know where you're at in the universe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what happens when you ratchet up the pressure? <laughs> and will
1: burst the pipe... <laughs> uh uh, steven where should that weak stuff go (laughs) get that weak stuff out of here i still hate shumpert (laughs) (laughs) i i i think we're we're killing tom
0: (laughs) did he say that or did you add that in
1: uh no e g actually said that, so oh my gosh, oh my gosh. all right uh so yeah. let's let's maybe talk a little bit about the actual game, dude um, let's talk about it, and let's talk about
0: who saw that coming, right the oldest team in the league playing against
1: uh the young the up and comers,
0: yeah, on the road. Um, Philly hasn't been, you know, a pushover this year. Not that they're, you know, world beaters, but, um, going up against another team with a bruising big man, right? We talked about how Drummond was going to just ravage our front line. And I mean, tonight Joel Embiid did sort of, but that was it. I mean, the rest, I mean, he can score 30 and have 16 boards every night. If you're going to win by double, you know, 20 points on the road. It doesn't really
1: matter. Don't forget to mention vintage Wade. <laughs> <laughs> also, Joel Embiid got more ghost calls than James Harden.
0: Very true, Steven. Very true. Um, yeah, it, it was. It was. Uh, there were a lot of uh, very suspect calls in this game.
1: Oh yeah, Kevin Love got two on of them. <laughs> two of the worst calls I've ever seen. Uh, one, the one that was all ball and. Sorry, the worst one I saw was the one
0: where the referee knew he messed it up because Ty Luce slammed his fist <laughs> on the table. And he didn't and get a tech. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the guy was ridiculous. Wade jumped past. Um, who was that that took that shot? I don't even remember.
1: Oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Jared Bayless. And Jared yeah, Bayless, like, stuck Jared out the chicken Bayless. wing.
0: Yeah, he stuck out his elbow and he stuck out his knee. Um, that's the kind of play that sometimes they call flagrants for being an unnatural act. Now they didn't. And it I mean, no one got hurt, but that was, that was ridiculous. I mean, it's one thing when Kevin Love does the thing where he leans into players. Yeah. It's another, that was, that was just absurd. And he got the call, got three free throws. Um, yeah, I thought the officiating was kind of suspect tonight, but
1: this officiating crew made Tony brothers look competent. Ha ha ha! Banana in (laughs) the tailpipe.
0: (laughs) Oh no, he's just gonna spam! (laughs) Ha ha ha! Oh my god, I'm Uh... not gonna be able to do it. I'm gonna mute myself. It's just gonna be too much.
1: Um, so going back to the game a little bit, I gotta try and keep us on track a little bit. But yeah, um. (laughs) go ahead ahead. we shouldn't do all pond camps like this
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure you can get a filter Stephen hawking
1: text-to-speech filter Uh, so (laughs) lebron scores 30 grabs 18 rebounds and six assists and is only plus one on the game yeah. Meanwhile, the four core members of the bench group, uh Kyle, Dwayne Wade, Channing Frye and Jeff Green, uh t- plus 25, plus 21, plus 23 and plus 25. Um and they scored 9, 15, 12 and 14 and what was the the bench differential in scoring was was uh I, I i'm too i'm I'm laughing too hard to math.
0: <laughs> well, fortunately, we got someone on our team right now that's pretty good at math.
1: Channing Fry owns the process, <laughs> oh man. So yeah, Channing Frye was uh, on fire tonight, uh, and I'm just kind of baffled at how the beginning of the season, you know, yeah, Channing how he Fry's wasn't play in the that much. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, uh, why would you even say that? Even if that's what you were thinking, that's well, just I think with veterans, you want to set their expectations, and you know, one of the knocks on. Uh, david blatt was that he didn't kind of treat veterans with the respect of communicating yeah, whether right. they were gonna Did, play or not you know they him. had that christmas day game when richard jefferson didn't even play and was expecting to play a lot of minutes my bench scored 57 <laughs> points i like how you just rolled into the bench you're like mm-hmm, it wasn't no me bad. i'm just channeling now <laughs> yeah <sighs> But yeah, the, the bench for the Cavs scored 57 points and, uh, was, was awesome tonight. And they've been awesome throughout the win streak. Uh, Kyle Corver to me, the way he moves without the ball, they run their entire <clears throat> offense around the way Kyle Corver moves without the ball when the bench unit yeah. is in. I mean, and yeah. he, and talk about a guy who just doesn't shoot threes. He goes uh, inside. I mean, people uh, overplay him so much that he can yep. get a back door cut anytime he wants. And he's also a really good passer, doesn't turn the ball over. Um, no, he,
0: he knows exactly where he should be. Um, and not, yeah, you know, like you said, not just for his own sort of benefit, but also to create spacing for other guys. And he's a great passer. Um, he's another, you know, th- this is what is, is crazy about the Cavs. And I don't know how, you know, I imagine swapping Jose Calderon for Isaiah Thomas isn't going to be that much of like a defensive downgrade, but the Cavs are, they just feel like a much longer team this year. Yeah. You know, between Wade, Jeff Green, um, I don't know. They just you know, when they actually try on defense, which they have been for about two weeks now, you know, they can put their arms up, they can contest, they can get their hands in passing lanes. And, you know, the NBA is just getting smaller and smaller, and now on any given night, despite the fact that they're mostly wing players, they feel kinda big, you know, and I know that you know their rebounding hasn't been, you know, that great. But part of that's because Tristan Thompson's out, and so they're playing, um, you know, undersized non-rebounders at, uh, you know, at the five spot quite often. But I mean, it's not hurting them. I mean, eight straight's yeah. eight straight.
1: Well, and, I mean, oh, I wouldn't say that Kevin Love is a non-rebounder, but he's definitely. No, no, no. At Kevin
0: the f- Love. I, I mean, when you're playing like. LeBron or Jeff Green at the five, like yeah. they were doing for or a while. Or even there. Channing Fry. Or Channing Fry. Ray-Batter. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of
1: what I was getting at. Um, Ken- Kenny Powers was in full effect. La <laughs> Flama Blanca wore the Sixers like an American flag.
0: <laughs> Just the thought of Stephen Hawking actually saying La Flama Blanca. It's
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, La flama Blanca, yeah, which is the the greatest nickname ever i i as as e g uh once said he's becoming my favorite cavalier, I think he said that on the last podcast and and he really i mean the fact that he led the team in plus minus tonight is no coincidence he's yep. always in the right spot on defense. Gets a lot of uh, loose balls because he's always in the right spot. Um, had that great steal tonight where he didn't have the speed to outrun anyone. And yeah. then he kind of like took these two really long hop steps and then threw it yep. behind him to Channing Fry.
0: Yeah. Flashbacks of my favorite, one of my favorite plays of all time. Do you remember when Big Z had the breakaway? No. And he turned around. And just like waited for LeBron. And it was just so ridiculous how long he waited. And he took these gigantic seven foot three giraffe steps and waited for the defense to catch up. Just turned around and like flicked it over his head to LeBron, who basically jumped over like the four defenders that had caught up to Z.
1: <laughs> that was the greenest slow motion fast break in <laughs> recent memory.
0: Indeed, Steven. Indeed. Man. It's like Stump the Schwab over here. <laughs>
1: Stump the Schwab, yeah. Um. So the other thing that uh that Stephen Evil Genius Hawking brought up was the rebounding. He said the rebounding advantage was 53-45, but the offensive rebounding was the real problem. 22-10.
0: Yeah, they got a lot of offensive boards,
1: but... <laughs> yeah, and... One of the things I think Kevin Love did not get a lot of rebounds because he was basically, his job was go keep Joel Embiid off the boards. So yeah. he was he was boxing out with a face guard a couple times. Uh, a lot of times they were getting up and just punching the ball to the guards. Um, just basically don't give up any easy rebounds. So they were slapping the ball around a lot. Yeah. Um, and and i thought at least through the first half they team rebounded well and then they lost guys in the second half a lot on the boards but they were up by so much at that point that it was really kind of a non issue uh for the most part and it, and yes the cavs defense played very well but the sixers took a lot of really dumb shots <laughs> and they took a lot of bad shots and didn't really run an offense for large stretches of the game I I don't know if you'd agree with that or not but yeah
0: I I, yeah I do (laughs) and I just I keep wanting to say it in a Stephen Hawking voice but I'm gonna mess it up so I'm not
1: but yeah I mean 3 for 28 from (laughs) 3 Covington was 0 for 9 all by himself Oh, my gosh. Nario Sarek and his Hitler hairdo got six offensive boards by himself. (laughs) That's literally all that guy does. Uh... (laughs) Yep. Was he the guy that
0: they all gave a standing ovation to when he checked in? Is he like a fan favorite there?
1: Um, No, I think that was um, uh, TJ McConnell, the guy Uh who was kind of chasing Wade up and down the court. Okay. Yeah. Hustle, hustle points. Yeah, the the Philadelphia Deli. Oh. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia, if you will. Poor man's Delavadova. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. That's what yeah. you should have said from the beginning. <laughs> yeah.
1: There you go. But uh yeah, and and I really liked his hustle. Uh he was one of the better Sixers that game, but I just really felt like the Sixers kinda got in a bad uh like they felt like they had to keep up with the Cavs and the three pointers, and they also just I I think they psyched themselves up a little too much for this game. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it, it did seem a little jitterish, like they had a little yeah. bit a little out of control. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and Joel Embiid did not play a smart game. I mean, he threw up a lot of really bad shots. Um he, you know, he should have been trying to get to the line a lot more than he did. The fact that he he took 9 free throws and half of them were gifts they they should have he should have been forcing the issue inside a lot more than he did but he kind of they kind of are content to give him the ball out on the elbow and just kind of let him work and i don't he didn't quite seem to know what he wanted to do you know what i mean like he just kind of didn't have a consistent game plan jj reddick was really bad uh 4 for 16 on the night A couple just really bad turnovers. Ben Simmons had four turnovers and only two assists. Um, You know, Robert Covington, we all talked about 0 for 9. Yeah, wow. 0
0: for 9 is a – I wouldn't even go 0 for 9 in an NBA game. You know that.
1: You shot with me on the court. Timothy Luwawa Camaro, say that three times quickly, had a nice game off the bench. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Ooh, wah,
1: wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> he had twelve points and uh a plus minus of, of, of negative six, which wasn't the best, but wasn't the worst. Um for the Cavs, I mean uh J.R. Smith had another nice game, four six, three or five from downtown after a really nice game on uh Saturday, um, when he had seventeen. The yeah. uh, I don't know if you got to watch any of this weekend. I uh, did.
0: I, I did get to watch um, the, a lot of the second half of Saturday against uh, the Hornets. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, uh, that game was like, did either team ever have a lead of like more than six? That game was so tight the whole time. Um, That was a very just, I don't know. It felt. I mean, it didn't feel like a playoff game, like the atmosphere, but just how evenly it was matched and. You know, generally, I feel like the Cavs go on a lot of runs, and they let teams go on some runs, especially in first quarters. Yeah, and that game was just tight the whole time. Like yeah, it just, and
1: then LeBron was just ridiculous in the last. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think out of the last so many possessions, the only, I think, the last fifteen points, all but one were a were LeBron, except for one Kevin Love free throw.
0: So. Yeah, LeBron. Look, like I said, I could just talk for like three hours to you and Stephen Hawking about LeBron this year because I'm just I'm just so impressed.
1: Ben Simmons I, 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 got amused by LeBron and Wade alternately for most of tonight's game.
0: <laughs> dude, they abused their whole team. Both those guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah, somebody had a great tweet online about how no matter how young and athletic you you are, there's still some guy at the Y in his late 30s with a knowledge of geometry that's ready to steal your soul. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tell us about geometry, Steven.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The missed shot, the rebound, and corner three before the half by LeBron was the play of the game. (laughs) Yeah, it was.
0: That was sick. It was. And LeBron is just such a – I mean, man, usually his shot is just hit or miss, but I feel like he's just a good shooter now. I don't know. Yeah. Just in in every facet. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He doesn't seem to be streaky anymore. He's just just pretty good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's going to shoot above 35% from three. Um. So you have to respect that, and he's and he's taking more threes than ever,
1: and he can so... walk in any three he wants because exactly, you know, team's got to give him like five six feet, right? Otherwise, he's just gonna blow right by you.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and... plus
1: even the free throws, like he's not afraid to go to the line. I mean, he's shooting a career high in free throw percentage too, at like seventy five. I th- or let me go look and see what he's shooting. He is shooting 76%, which is his, That's pretty good. Uh, well, it's it's close. his career high.
0: Is it really? Wow, he never shot 80%? Not even like any of those years in
1: Miami? Uh, no. Wow. If two parallel lines are cut by a transversal, then each pair of corresponding angles is congruent. <laughs> so it's a little geometry lesson from Steven, so. But yeah, career high in uh, free throw percentage, and he is shooting 42.3% on free throws at 2.1 makes a game. And You mean threes? On threes, yeah. And a yeah. career high field goal percentage right now, 57.8. So,
0: And a career low free throw attempt rate, which is meeting the eye test to me, which is basically just... He's not going a billion miles an hour anymore to the hoop all the time when he needs a bucket. He's just so much more in control. Um, <clears throat> he's relying so much more on footwork, his ambidexterity, um, all these moves he has, the Eurostep that he's perfected, the spin moves. He's got the turnaround fadeaway now, the a la Jordan that he whips out two or three times a game, that um, <clears throat> that r- left wing three He's got to be shooting, like, I don't know, way above 40% from there. That's, like, his pet spot. And he doesn't even seem to matter how far away he is. It's the Festus Azili spot. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Um, what and he's talking. just so dominant from that spot. It's so dangerous.
1: And that turnaround fadeaway is just salt in the proverbial wound.
0: It, it really is. <laughs> and, you know, he... I don't know he he's a offensive like savant at this point, and I'm just I'm stunned and shocked. I mean I remember thinking LeBron, you know, if he wanted to really extend his career, he was gonna have to go the route of like Carl Malone and just use kind of his size and um his passing ability and court vision to live down low and make things happen. but I mean he's going the route of like Jordan and Kobe where they just really perfected offense in general. Yeah. Um and they they didn't have tendencies anymore that you could play to. And it still kind of feels like he spends a lot of these games conserving his energy. And yet despite that,
1: um despite that he scored thirty points in thirty one minutes after yeah. scoring thirty three in thirty three minutes on Friday. And I think he's either first or second in the league. This is in, just getting in, ridiculous now. He's You're not even laughing
0: anymore. <laughs> I know because I'm just. I know I should be, but that's how good LeBron has been. This is serious. He's like first or second in per to Harden. Yeah. Um. You know he's the he's, only he's MVP his candidate game right now.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And the only flaw in his game right now is his a career high in turnovers, four point two a game. Um. And I what I did lie. He did shoot seventy eight percent in two thousand nine from the free throw line. So he does have a about a percentage point or two to catch that coming up. So yeah,
0: I yeah I thought he had like eighty one year, but maybe yeah, not seventy
1: eight is his career high. But this is definitely the best I've ever seen him shoot the ball. Yeah, me too. And. Um. At I mean, it's, the it's pretty
0: yeah. it's pretty obvious to me that, you know, he doesn't have that first step quickness that he had, you know, in his prime. He doesn't have that insane one legged, you know, like chin above the rim vertical. But it's like scoring has never been easier for him.
1: Yeah. You Even know? Kyle Korver is impressed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that a quote from the other night?
1: Uh, I believe it was. Yeah, Kyle Korver uh, kind of. What, what was his line? He said, "My man's, my man's a legit shooter now."
0: Yeah, yeah, he is.
1: Yeah. I mean, his true shooting right now is sixty five point seven percent. Yep, that is that's, that's that's rarefied air,
0: especially for a non like specialist. Yeah, you know, that's one thing for like a Steve Kerr that only shoots when he's opened and yeah, um, <clears throat> you know, is catching off the pass. I mean, he creates almost everything that he gets, he created himself. Um, Now,
1: here's an interesting stat. Uh, He is by far, right now, the highest of his career on assisted field goal percentage. So 40, let me see that. So 41% of his field goals are assisted
0: right now. Oh, that shocks me. I would not have guessed, like, well, even is half of that. that what that
1: means? Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. What is assist percentage? I no, think that's, I'm,
0: that's, I don't think that's number of No, I think of, you're
1: right. Yeah, I think.
0: I think that's, like, has to do with.
1: Percentage of touch, possessions that end in an assist or something. Yeah, know. yeah, I think it's okay. something like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, well, that's what's at a career high, <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I, I believe that. I yeah, believe no that. Um, you know, and. You know, some would argue that, you know, with no Isaiah Thomas and with guys at point guard that aren't accustomed to catching and shooting, that that number should be even higher. Right. Because mm-hmm. he spent a lot of the season passing to Derrick Rose, who doesn't take the shot. He kind of dribbles to set himself up. Um, yeah, I mean, I, what LeBron's doing right now, he's the best player in the league. He was the best player in the league in the playoffs last year and in the finals last year. Um, so all this Kevin Durant talk is just, you know, whatever people are going to talk about that. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. LeBron's the best player in the league now. And in the regular season, which historically over the last couple of years, he doesn't even really respect enough to try that hard. He might still be like the best or top three, you know, regular season player right now. Um, He's not slowing down. I don't know. He's offensively. He's given. Sorry. Go ahead. No, offensively, he's adding more and more every year. He's becoming more unstoppable. And I'm watching a guy right now that, um, honestly, like this is the first time in his career, the last maybe like 18 months where I feel like he does not need a clear line of sight to the basket in order to score at all. Like and, and that is is rare for any NBA player. Um, you know, big men learn how to score over bodies and against sight lines because they're in the post and there's gonna be someone there. Perimeter players learn to create space, whether it's I got past you or I crossed you over and did a step back to create space or whatever. And the guys that, you know, I, I look at that's and say, you know, they don't really care if they have space or not. Um, you know, like Chris Paul, right? He doesn't really care that much if, you know, you're, t- he's, if you're kind of in his space a little bit, he can still score. Most guys aren't like that. And LeBron was never like that. And now he's like that. So he's going to be bigger than anyone guarding him. Pretty much. He's going to be and if stronger. The guy, than... He's going to be stronger. Yeah. And now he doesn't really care if you're in front of him. He doesn't no. need to try to go around you. He'll just, uh, He'll just flip it right over at the top of your he head. Can finish
1: and... with either hand now. Yep. Uh, on both sides of the basket. Yeah, he's ridiculous.
0: He, he knows how to he knows how to score um, and take contact without the risk of drawing any kind of offensive foul either.
1: Breaking news: Derrick Rose has moved to Nate's hometown in Alaska to quote unquote find himself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh so, yeah. I, I, guess... thought that, I
0: thought you were gonna say something about uh Derrick Rose the black hole since we were talking to Stephen yeah. Hawking.
1: <laughs> black holes do emit radiation. <laughs> 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 Nothing uh, anytime a ball goes to Derek Rose, it never comes out. <laughs> um yeah, Derek Rose this was the one we were talking about before the podcast. Is like I hate to say I told you so, but I don't really I, hate to ta- say I told you so because
0: I, I really I really thought, you know, Rose had something left. You I know. did too. I mean I, preseason I, thought Wade, I, I was I saying. Wade was be the guy we were gonna hate, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like Wade has been a real pleasant surprise lately. He has anchored that second unit. Um his passing I never knew you know he could pass this well. His defense has been, you know, like we've said. uh, On his best day, you know, he's a good instinctive defender. He showed us a lot of that.
1: He had three blocks tonight. They only credit him with two, but he had three.
0: And there's just a there's just a moxie about him too. That I don't know if it's just a product of he's real healthy right now or what, but I don't know. I'm not gonna say he's got a spring in his step, but he just looks in control. Like when he has the ball, he seems to know when it's time to go to work on his guy or when it's time to. Kind of move around a little bit, move move defenders, move offensive players, and get a better shot. And yeah, then he's and fine,
1: now that his, his jumper has come around, he's he's he was taking way too many jump shots earlier in the in the streak, but now his he even he walked into a three tonight, which I don't think I've seen him do. I don't uh, you don't see him do very often.
0: <laughs> I've seen him do it because he always does it against the Cavs. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he goes like. Uh, well, Wasn't there something like he went a whole season without hitting a three and then in the playoffs against someone, maybe the Cavs, he hit like a bunch? Yeah.
1: He blocked the process. He blocked the process hard. Hopefully, he'll do it again against the Heat tomorrow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are we going to Waiters Island or is this in uh, Seatown?
1: I'm not sure. Let me look. It is in (laughs) Seatown. So this is the uh, the Stephen Hawking quote on uh, Derrick Rose. Black holes are among the strangest things in the universe. They are massive objects, collections of mass with gravity so strong that nothing can escape, not even light, not even basketballs. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> Words of wisdom from uh, Evil Hawking.
0: Evil, Evil Hawking. That's it. That's <laughs> the new nickname. Evil Hawking. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of oh. want to hear I want to hear like Evil, Evil Hawking. Genius. He approves. He approves he of his he new Hawking.
1: So, yeah, that should be a interesting game tomorrow. Um, Miami with uh, a big win over Boston the other day, breaking the Celtics. But I think Miami's big problem is they can get up for games, but they have a hard time with the day-to-day. Um, you know, because I think their standings, uh, they're still uh, out of the – well, they're the eighth seed right now, so they did, did just – they're on a three-game streak. They did just climb into the eighth spot, uh, surpassing the Knicks, um, behind – and uh, Boston lost tonight as well. Yeah,
0: to, to they lost the at, at, in Boston.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and uh, – yeah, the East is is pretty interesting this year. I mean, there's definitely some surprise teams early. Um crazily Indiana looks like it's winning the uh Paul George trade right now cuz yeah. uh, Victor Oladipo looks like an all-star for them. And that, you know, and and he was one of my favorite players and I gave up on the dude. <laughs> so, yeah. it was like yeah. and maybe that's what needed to happen once the uh expect nations See for Nate, <laughs> we're off. Uh, oh, then man. he was able to shine. So, didn't yeah. I tell you guys about OKC? Okay, they might not make the playoffs.
0: <laughs> well, they looked pretty darn good against uh, um, the the Warriors the other day.
1: Uh, yeah, they did. And then uh, Hawking also said Boston got beat in the Avery badly homecoming game. Uh, Yeah, uh, and uh. uh, Kyrie
0: Kyrie had six turnovers, including a play near the end of the game where he was stripped, and then Bradley led a break, and uh, Drummond threw down kind of an insane one-handed dunk.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's kind of weird, uh, the, the Pistons game and the Sixers game, I feel like so far, we've kind of seen the Cavs able to take teams out of what they do well. And they did that to...
0: Yeah, a little Belichickian. Yeah, a little
1: Belichickian. The other thing about the Cavs, and th- this is good and bad, but the reason that uh, Golden State won 73 games two years ago was not because their starters were so good. It was because their bench was so much better than everybody else's. And yeah. they could just sustain leads going into, you know, uh, when the starters were on the bench and, and actually build leads. And that was great until they reached the Cavs in the finals. So the one thing I am a little concerned about is the holes on the starting lineup right now for the Cavs. I mean, the Cavs are doing this with arguably the worst starting point guard. or yeah. You know, a bottom three starting yeah, point I guard in the Calderon NBA.
0: was done years ago. I, yeah. mean, I don't, that's... For sure. And, um, yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm intrigued by what Isaiah Thomas will do for them because you're going to get a much more dynamic offensive player at that. I mean, much more, um, maybe one of the most dynamic point guards you know in the league, replacing a guy that is pretty one dimensional right now and has, and has been washed up, you know, for some time.
1: Um, but a guy that's not going to turn the ball over, is not going to do anything up, is dumb, is playing some decent positional defense. Um He had some really nice defensive plays tonight, Uh that one steal he had, and uh, they were kind of highlighting him on the halftime stats. So, you know, he hasn't been terrible. The guy that's bottled my mind how bad he's been at times is Jake Crowder. Yeah, I know. He he just cannot finish anymore. Every time he goes in, he doesn't even want to try. It's like he's got no lift. I almost wonder if he's he's nursing an injury or something. Um,
0: Yeah, he looks like a shell of his former self, at least of what I saw in Boston.
1: I don't even know what this means. The greatest enemy of knowledge is not ignorance. It is the illusion of knowledge. (laughs) I don't even get that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it uh, <laughs> must be like a famous
1: Hawking quote. Oh, okay. Like, I thought it was like the Hawking fortune cookie, but it's an actual, it's an actual quote. And so, um, E.G. also said on the uh, OKC Warrior games, Tom, that was one game. Don't be a prisoner of the moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I mean, if you yeah. if we were judging things by one game. David Fizdale would be coach of the year, right? Didn't the Grizzlies start off super hot?
1: Yeah, they did, and now Fisdale is uh, down the fizz drain. Oh uh, man, yeah, the death oh, you just are hot tonight. Effect. You are hot tonight. Jane Crowder has become the new black hole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing, nothing good escapes. Yeah, I I feel like I'm not really doing Stephen Hawking as much as. Uh, uh the uncle from South Park that has the voice box, so well, forgive me <laughs> if my if my impressions are uh overlapping a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, what did you think of the Fisdale firing? I know you and I had a little bit of <laughs> disagreement over it tonight, as I, I may have trolled you a little I don't know I don't really know much about Fisdale I mean, I remember that whole um
0: you know analytics he went on that you know they started uh printing t-shirts in memphis about it i think it had to do with the officiating disparity or something like that um
1: yeah oh uh yeah analyze the or uh what did it say yeah it was something like that oh, um eg's gonna bring it up here <laughs> Yeah, he said I've got to sound more like the OK computer, fitter, happier, <laughs> more productive. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, um,
0: wow, that's E.G.'s second OK computer reference tonight. The uh, previous one was the hit, the hit for
1: Hair Dude. That is true. Very nice. Good. good uh, thank you. Thank you. Take.
0: Hey. Hey. Data. I, was, I was a douchey white guy in college, just like everyone else. Uh, I listened to Radiohead. In college yeah man <laughs> <laughs> say
1: okay. it say it say it take that for data <laughs> say the next one good catch Tom that Hitler hairdo is making me feel ill <laughs> yeah.
0: that's from karma
1: police I think uh yes that's from karma police from okay computer <laughs> yeah. it's like- great album it is a great album um i'll take karma police for 400 alex <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord we, we we are we it's getting weird tonight <laughs> it is getting weird that's okay because this season is weird
0: i i i mean it's an odd season, Nate, yes. if you would have told me that we would have an eight game winning streak and be what 13 and 7 or whatever i would have said no i don't think so i mean i just honestly, I thought we were going to be like 500 this year. And before Isaiah Thomas came back, it was going to be the ultimate just mess of a team. And it kind of looked that way for a bit, but man, they're just playing really well together. I don't know. Well,
1: it also helps that Shumpert and Rose got hurt. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, you said it, but I feel like like, uh, Ty Tyloo, you know, fell ass backwards into his best lineups. (laughs) You could, you could make that case. Yeah. I mean, I, the, I don't know why they had so little shooting early and they were playing yeah, a lot of guys made sense. who couldn't shoot. That
0: never made sense. Yeah. And, and now, you know, there's never not two good shooters on the court. Yeah. And that's why I think Fry's been so important. Yeah. Um, even what, you know, he, how he's going to hurt you, uh, offensively or defensively. Spacing the floor is just, you you gotta have it when you got Wade and Jeff Green out there together, because neither of those guys are floor spacers. So well, you put, it's not
1: just you put Corver
0: and, you put Corver and Fry out there, and now Wade knows how to get to the right spots, and Green keeps cutting the way he is. It's great.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not just the floor spacing either. He also sets really good screens. He knows to play, how to play that two man game with, um, Corver, he rolls to the basket rather than popping just often enough to keep defenses honest. Uh he's still a competent finisher. can still dunk every now and again. He's got a nice little hook shot off the window. Um can still post up smaller guys. I mean, it's not something he's going to make a living off of, but he does enough of everything else that he can he keeps defense honest. They can't just camp out on him on the three-point line. So, and he's a, he's a good passer too. He moves the ball. So it's, he, he's definitely, he's definitely a very competent NBA player and he looks happy to be out there. So, um, the kind of the chemistry, the second unit has, has been a really, I I've heard more than one person say this is their favorite second unit since the Herculoids.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly how I feel. I mean, if they're fun to watch, I, I, you know, I thought it, I rolled my eyes um, when Jeff Green said, you know, he's got like a joy for the game again. But, I mean, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe that's real because that's what we saw with the Herculoids, right? A bunch of old guys that are kind of washed up, some of them, and a couple, you know, role players hoping to, you know, play for another contract that just
1: seem to enjoy playing with each other. And Luke Walton was a big part of that. Um Wayne well, Her- Alling... <laughs> Three of the Herculoids ended up on the Warriors. Uh, as yeah, yeah. as part of that bench that was that helped them to get to seventy three wins. So I don't think it's coincidence. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. One was the baby bottle.
1: <laughs> yeah. If they beat Miami on the back to back, the next five games are relatively easy. Atlanta, Memphis, Chicago, Sacramento. <laughs> I like them better than the Herculoids, if we're being honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we need straight, to keep... straight talk from Stephen Hawking.
1: <laughs> evil Hawking.
0: Evil. right, evil Hawking.
1: <laughs> um, so, what we need to come up with a nickname for this bench? Um, Yo, we do. We, we really do. I mean, uh,
0: what was that? um What's an anti-black hole?
1: <laughs> uh, like the neutron star or a okay. uh, supernova? Well, I like neutron stars because the neutron- they're like <laughs> that stars. Right? I like that. You don't like the neutron stars? No, I, I want something like about how old they are, like uh, you know, knee braces and liniment. <laughs> AARP. Uh, yeah, the Golden Buckeyes. Ooh, that's not bad. <laughs> It isn't that <laughs> a white hole but that does not sound very
0: pc oh <laughs> uh, it does not it sounds more pc though when evil hawking says it really <laughs> i don't think you or i can get away with saying no, it mate
1: <laughs> no but it, it, at least evil hawking was able to was able to pull it off but
0: yeah well that's why we need evil hawking i mean yeah. he's five <laughs>
1: No, we gotta we gotta have a contest. So I I do like Golden Buckeyes, but what was yours? The Neutron Stars? Yeah. I, well, I if
0: that's the anti-black hole, right? Because they move the ball well and they move bodies well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't. <laughs> that, that that's a stretch. <laughs> we're we're gonna have to. So yeah, if you're listening in the in the comments section, tell us what you think the bench mob should be named. I, I, I feel like something to do with how old they are would be a nice a nice touch, but yeah, I forget um, how old Corver is sometimes. Yeah, he's but 37 he's seven, and he's that guy. Is it unbelievable? Um, unbelievably productive for as old as he is. And man, is he a good shooter? He had that one tonight. That kind of oh, like I like that one. Started Say to it. run in the third, and uh, we could call them the geezer gang we had that one that started the run in the third between two defenders that it didn't look like he had any business shooting it and it just kind of rattled in so the other thing is he has unlimited range i mean if he's open at 28 feet he's he's pulling what
0: was it was it against um was it the last game or two games ago when there was a fast break (laughs) and he was waiting
1: that was last game against charlotte yeah
0: yeah and he just was like all right and it's so like he... every
1: nobody guarded him for at like 30 feet. And he's like, "Oh, okay, I'll just shoot it. And he yeah. made it. Yeah. Yeah. That... And you can tell he just derives defenders nuts. Like you can't leave him for a second. And the other funny thing about it is you can tell a lot of these guys have especially bench guys who are usually younger players have never defended a guy that moves that well without the ball. Yeah. And he just loses them consistently. It, yeah. it's really fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it's like Ray Allen, you know. Yeah.
1: How about the one like tonight it. where LeBron somehow got free with no one guarding him on the on the left baseline? <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. So Or the other one tonight, uh how many times did uh, Joel Embiid tackle people?
0: dude yes did he land on wade yes um like, well w- well after the shot Yeah, but if up? you saw
1: the replay wade kind of pulled him a little bit but i think uh, he was just trying to stay upright uh I didn't a- see and the then when the replay happened the philly crowd booed but he just totally took out um jr smith when jr smith did the old i'm gonna i'm gonna stop right in front of you as you're running and you're not paying attention just so i can draw a foul yeah 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 <laughs> we can uh calderon did that um the other day oh to drummond yeah 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 zero celsius since they're all at least 32 (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh oh my god (laughs) oh yeah that's pretty good yeah
1: that's that's pretty fun no i don't think jeff green's that old though i think jeff green's 29
0: yeah like 30 i
1: think yeah I, i don't think that works Jeff Green is 31. Okay, when he turns 32, we can call Dang. him zero Celsius. <laughs> and Jeff Green looks 100, like old LeBron. Yeah, but he doesn't dunk like he's 100. No, he doesn't. I mean, he he's arguably a better dunker than LeBron right now, or at least a more ferocious one. It's more ferocious, yeah. 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 He dunks like a green machine. I do like the Green Machine. That that's pretty good. Okay, so yeah, David Fisdale, We didn't we didn't talk about him too much, but I kind of felt like that was well. You heard my take that the owner didn't like him anyway because like <laughs> his politics. And that you, wasn't a you take. excoriated was, me for it.
0: That was you just trying to stir the pot on our email. I yourself. was not trying to stir the pot.
1: You're never I. I can't even guarantee you're ever even reading them. So, so every now and again, I gotta I gotta throw some red meat to the base. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, the fe- the politics of of <laughs> minimum wage FedEx workers <laughs> applying
1: to uh,
0: who did you say it was applying to? Um, Mark
1: Gasol or Fisdale? or uh because they work for. The guy that owns FedEx. So, I had a green machine when I was a kid. <laughs> Take that for data. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to get a job somewhere. Uh, I think he will, too. A lot of people think he'll... Either, a, lot and, play, a lot of players like him. Yeah, he'll end up in... Well, I think this actually hurts um, Memphis a little bit with free agent. See, because you know LeBron. What was the one I heard? LeBron is apparently not signing in Memphis because LeBron kind of subtweeted the whole situation. You know, my my man got to be the fall guy. I think he said something along those lines. Oh, uh, that was really dumb because I'm
0: pretty sure LeBron was planning to go to Memphis. Yeah. Now yeah. look what you've done. Now
1: look what you've done. FedEx ship. LeBron's going to use UPS for the rest of his life. Oh, that's now. Right. That's right. He is. So, yeah. Or um, Casp, the USPS. But if you go against uh, a team's, you know, I think he pissed off Paul Gasol. And then he kind of took the fall for the losing streak. So um, (laughs) the fact that they didn't have a backup point guard for Mike Conley and they gave Chandler Parsons a terrible contract and, uh, Paul Gasol is 32. Doesn't help anybody. But I mean, what it, the fact that Paul Gasol is zero Celsius. Mark Gasol, no.
0: Thankfully, we have. Thankfully, we have. Uh, Evil Hawking here
1: to uh... Mark Gasol. Your name aphasia strikes again. <laughs> Both LeBron and Wade chimed in because Fizz was a Heat assistant.
0: <laughs> so, That's right. I forgot about that. You you love Fisdale. You wanted the Cavs to hire him I, I back when the Cavs, uh, well, he they picked the, David
1: Blatt. The LeBron recruiting pitch. So, oh, okay. so, yeah, maybe they would have three championships now instead of just one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I will never trade 2016. I Butterfly effect. Yeah. You never, you never know what would have happened differently. So... I I tell say my I my butterfly effect story. No. No, tell me your butterfly effect story. Um,
0: so that that mo- the movie, The Butterfly Effect with Ashton Kutcher uh came out in
1: 2003? Yeah, and it was big. Be- I want to say basically a rip-off of Donnie Darko. Um, so
0: I was I, at the time it came out, I think I was like between girlfriends, so I was single for a little bit there, and this girl that I knew I knew her um I already knew her sister pretty well, and she was a year younger than me, and I don't know i I don't know I don't even remember much about it. we're really good friends now, but I don't remember much about what what life was like, you know when we had first met, but ultimately, we went out on what I was conceivably a date. And so I don't know if I asked her out or if we just, Hey, you want to go to a movie or whatever? But it was just me and her. So it was a legitimate date. And we went and saw the butterfly effect. That movie has got to be one of the worst like date. Well, it's just a bad movie, period. But as far as like a date movie goes, just horrific. I mean, (laughs) there is a scene in that movie where like, look like, like teenagers blow up a dog. Like it is, it is so horrific. And. It it just I don't know, it just destroyed <laughs> everything. Like we we were like, should we walk no, out I, I mean, did this not is make like...
1: this movie, but it's funny that Tom had to classify this as a quote unquote legitimate date. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, you know, figured I'd I'd tackle that right away. You know, some someone on the comment section will question yeah. it. But uh so we, we watched that movie. It's horrible. I mean it's just I feel like nauseous. She thinks she feels nauseous. We're just like, what just happened? What did we just watch? Was that a real thing? Um, And so like, it's probably, I don't know. It's probably like seven thirty, eight o'clock and it's like a Friday night and I'm, you know, 19, she's 18. We're in college, right? This is when you stay up to like 3 a.m. Even not on a weekend. Cause that's what you do. So we took my car, we took it back to her dorm and I'm just like, I mean, I don't know what, what's going to happen. I mean, I don't know if we're going to go meet up with some of her friends, or we're going to go back meet up with some of my friends, or watch a better movie, or you know, get food. I don't, I don't know. And she just like we were silent like pretty much the whole way home. She opens up the door and she goes, "Well, thanks, buddy," and she just <laughs> shuts the door. <laughs> and that was it. That was the end of the date, and that was the end of anything possible romantic between me and her and we became really good friends and we ended up um, working together and um, remain really good friends to this day but we love the joke about how um, the butterfly effect kind of cemented our platonic relationship forever
1: tom do you still have nightmares about the giant bunny I don't even get. I, think, I don't either. I think he's confusing that's Donnie problem. Darko and the Butterfly Effect. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tom is suspiciously not including consummation as an option here.
0: <laughs> uh, sex advice from evil Hawking. That's just that's my nightmare right there. <laughs> wow,
1: I, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> Yeah. But I, uh, that's my Butterfly Effect story. I've had better
0: stories, but I can tell that one better too. But I'm trying to protect the identities
1: of people. Protect the innocent. Yeah, protect the innocent. I really had to search my vocabulary for consummation there. What's <laughs> the first word that came to mind? Huh? Evil Hawking. <laughs> uh we're not gonna repeat that one so let's get back to the caps for a minute here before you know and before too long we'll talk about rocket league and what's going on with our lawns but oh uh, yes Bless we've been David told if we don't talk about our lawns, people are going to boycott our podcast so <laughs> so um E.G. wanted us to say maybe yeah. Corby will hire Fizz as an assistant coach and then pull a Griff after this year's Martin Luther King massacre and replace Ty Lou with Fizz. Ha, ha, ha.
0: Ooh, I like it. If it happens, you get credit, Evil Hawking. You do. Just like Nate forever gets credit for calling the Cavs 3-1 comeback.
1: Yeah, I, I will say that, that that probably does not happen because... I don't think Ty Tyloo's that dumb <laughs> that he would let him on his staff. <laughs> like I noticed the, um, the three things. <laughs> and that's just because Nate is obstinate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It was a defiant
0: prediction, if there ever was one. Yeah, well, I... but it doesn't change the fact that he predicted it.
1: It's true, I mean... and I stuck to my guns.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the way predictions work, man. We only talk about the ones we got right.
1: Absolutely. Um, that's one you got right, my man. It was <laughs> a big one. So uh, what, what were we talking about? Uh, the one it's... thing I've noticed about the Cavs' assistant coaches is none of them look like they're remotely in the position to take over for Ty Lue. I mean, I guess if uh, Ty got fired, it would be... Um, uh, Larry Drew, since he's the only yeah. one with the head coach experience, I, I know it would not be Longaberger, or James Posey, or Damon Jones. But how sweet would Damon Jones head coach be, especially? Oh my God, David,
0: Damon Jones press conferences. That alone, that alone he's is reason out. enough. He, he that alone is that reason suit. enough
1: from the dunk contest that uh yeah charles barkley loves damon so
0: Jones yeah that's um so my fantasy team is called leg kick legendarium do you remember damon jones's leg kick yes that he would whip out for no reason whatsoever it was just part of his repertoire um, it wasn't always for no reason sometimes he you know he was unable to advance the ball without <laughs> turning his back like seven times to the defender yeah. and so the leg kick
1: i don't know if he was just trying to like throw people off well, with it? But you can't reach but... in when you have to reach over the leg. So. <laughs> yes.
0: That sounds like something that should have been said on my date night.
1: But, my um, favorite part of Amon Owens' game was the butt first dribble. You get it. Eamon Owens. No D. No J. No J. <laughs>
0: ha, ha,
1: ha.
0: You didn't invent that, EG. <laughs> That's been around. Yeah. but David Jones had had a J. Come on, the guy led the NBA in threes one year. He did, but he did. um,
1: um, and and so his other comment, uh, especially Longabarty who looks like yeah. an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh.
0: I want it now. Yeah. So what were we talking about?
1: <laughs> we were. Um, oh, about...
0: oh, oh! My fantasy team. So my team name is Leg Leg Kick Legendarium, and my avatar is the picture from that dunk contest. And who, trivia question, Nate, was Damon Jones sitting next to, talking to, about that Andre Iguodala dunk when the camera panned over to him and Charles Barkley lost his mind?
1: Longamardi would require at least three additional phone books to sit on. Ty Lue's chair.
0: (laughs) Nate, are you not going to answer my... Uh,
1: LeBron. That's going to be my guess. Who was it? No. Ty Lue. It was Ty Lue, wasn't it?
0: As a player, It all comes
1: full circle.
0: Which, why was Ty Lue at the All-Star Game as a player? I guess, why was
1: Damon Jones at the All-Star Game as a player? Because they all hang out at the All-Star Game. And Ty Lue, people love Ty Lue. You know who Kevin Garnett's best friend is? Tyloo. Tyloo. I can believe that. Kevin Garnett, and you know who else is a really good friend. So he was talking about he and Tyloo and uh Chauncey Billups are all like three best friends. So and that's okay. part of the reason I think Ty uh Chauncey Billups didn't take the job. <laughs> oh, because it's a boy? Yeah, this is Boyd, and he didn't want to have to fire him if things went bad. But I also think he was just playing Dan Gilbert for not, money from ESPN. Yeah, not the uh, Tyloo was at the, the All- Jason Kidd approach to yeah. <laughs> loyalty. Yeah. Tyloo was at the All Star game to braid Allen Iverson's hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I probably told this before in a pod. My Tyloo story. I went to a preseason game at the Schottenstein Center in Columbus back in like 08 or something, and it was the Cavs against the Hawks, and uh, and that was when Tyloo was on the Hawks, and um, for some reason he had some like traveling fan that came to the game. And it was just this woman, and I mean, there's not that many people at a preseason game, so you can be kind of far from people, and if they're loud enough, you can actually hear what they say. And there's just, this woman just kept screaming, Ty, like, every time he would do something good. And so, I mean, it's not that he was, like, filling up the stat sheet, but he scored a couple points, had a couple dimes, and every time he did, like, clockwork, Ty. And I just looked at this woman, and I'm like, man, she is trying to slide into his DMs, like, before that was a thing. But, yeah, Ty (laughs) Lue, man. I never, ever, ever in a million years would have guessed that guy would lead the Cavs to an NBA championship. Talk about
1: a guy whose uh, player persona was very different than his coach persona. Like he, yeah, you know who else is like that? He kind of seemed like the grown-up version of Little Bow Wow when he, yeah. uh, when he was playing. Yeah. Like he just, well, because he looked like that, right? And he had the same do and kind of a very similar game. <laughs> yeah. So, what were you saying?
0: No, I was gonna say Steve Kerr is like that too. I feel like as a player, Steve Kerr was. This little skinny, tiny choir boy that was like meek and feeble. And as a coach, he's like, I don't know. He just guys just look bigger as coaches and he's this guy going through all these crazy, like medical issues, raising all this pain, but he still wants to coach. He's like super outspoken, like talks like with this air of authority about everything, which is good. I'm just saying, like as a player, he's like the guy that you assume, you know, would never yeah, say there's a, a word. Whole like,
1: thing about how he got in a fistfight or almost got in a fistfight with uh, Michael Jordan, and Michael yeah, Jordan I, respected him after that because he stood up. Oh, I, so, didn't
0: hear that. I didn't hear that yeah. part.
1: But yeah, I heard the heart about him getting punched. <laughs> no, Jordan punched him in the face.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. Man, Nate, you just fake news, man, making up your own stories. I always Dude. heard that Jordan respected him after that, though. I think you made that up. That was like. That was like the ending you wanted. See that's your thing, Nate. You love to like take some snippet of information and then like add your
1: conclusion to it uh, or
0: tie tie your bow on top of it.
1: He probably got punched because he was annoying.
0: <laughs> yeah you probably did. He is annoying. He's super annoying. Yeah. He's a Golden State warrior, and they're all super annoying. Yes, they are. You know what's really annoying, in my opinion? All the media types that wrote the Cavs off like a weekend of the season.
1: <laughs> no, the proud, best
0: part was when Celtics as like the second coming of the '80s Celtics after like five games.
1: <laughs> you know what is really annoying, Brad Stevens.
0: <laughs> you mean you mean this guy?
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and Bill Simmons. Yeah. I... <laughs> Yeah. So no, the best part about the, all the writing the Cavs off articles was you could tell all the articles were written over the weekend to publish early in the week, but over the weekend they notched a three game win streak, so the articles were already becoming irrelevant, <laughs> and and yet they published them anyway, and the Cavs just kept on winning games. <laughs> so hey, man, got to make that.
0: Got to make that coin. <laughs> it's a tough business.
1: Over the weekend is when Boston sports writers do their best drinking. <laughs> yeah. Evil uh, Hawking on a roll. Dude, I know. <laughs> I, to think be we need to invest, I think we need to
0: invest in an actual text-to-speech machine and just have him pipe through.
1: <laughs> he called us. I don't know if he called us this or people in Boston this (laughs) massholes. Yep, I think it's. I've not heard
0: that, but that's good.
1: Yeah, I've heard it before. Yeah, people in Boston, of course. You guys are just jerks. (laughs) Okay, I made the last part up. See, you—you're right. I do go for the ending I want.
0: You do, you do, you do. It's okay. You try to like write your own reality. (laughs) It's all right. It's
1: all right. Hey, you're the, a the, it's, your it's the it's the world we're living in now <laughs> create your own adventure yeah there you go so so we're gonna get back to talking some actual basketball
0: <laughs> what how about lawn talk
1: lawn talk well okay you know? so i i no, let's
0: talk about basketball let's talk about how the Cavs blew out the pistons i believe what like a week ago mm-hmm. and tonight the Pistons
1: beats in Boston
0: power ranking update
1: yeah the caps got to be be climbing it I would I' put him in the top four right now
0: I would there I mean right now definitely
1: um now maybe, we might maybe not top we might, five, I, top five. Yeah,
0: we, we, I don't know I, I'm just what's your biggest concern because I'll be honest my biggest concern is like Jeff Green turns back into a pumpkin so I'm just like <laughs> what is going on with Jeff Green? I mean, he just looks solid and he looks yeah. like a legitimate piece to be a body against the length of Golden State and he's playing off ball. He's finishing. He finishes in transition. He's playing defense. And I, he's I know I don't blocked. see him I don't see him doing a lot of stupid stuff. And that's just that's like his MO. So I'm trying to figure out what's yeah. going
1: on. Cavs is are this in like, the top five as of their win tonight on NBA T V is this Jeff like Green when, is here to stay because D Wade makes Jeff Green better.
0: I mean, I'm I'm partially a little worried though because I remember Mazgoff when he first came over to the Cavs, he was pretty solid for like three or four months, and then that was the high water mark, right? It never,
1: yeah. it never, never got better,
0: it never got better than that. Yeah. Um, so I hope that's not the case.
1: Yeah. So but... I, I, my biggest fear. And of course, Eg says the real issue is how to fix Jake Crowder, which should happen yeah. when it comes back. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. But I think he is broken right now. He is. But to me, the bigger issue is um, they're playing so well. I almost feel like when it comes back, it's going to screw it up. Like he, I mean,
0: it, it might for it, a little while. That's why he needs to come back, not in like March.
1: Yeah. Because well, they might need some time to figure it out. Yeah, a lot of people are saying he'll be back before the Golden State game. So Yeah,
0: I heard you guys had your little wager in the last pod. Yeah. Um it was December fifteenth. <laughs> that was the line.
1: Yeah. Well, for some reason I thought the Cavs are playing the Celtics on the fifteenth, but they're not. But I the bet still stands if uh between the fifteenth and the uh the Christmas Day game. Another Nate embellishment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Another Nate reality. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Jay Crowder looked like he lost a greased pig contest tonight because he had butter fingers. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my concern is is that I I feel like the Cavs are gonna have a hard time playing better or a lot better uh especially offensively but and I feel like a little bit that the chemistry they have now is going to kind of diminish a little when Isaiah returns cuz the ball's going to be out of his hand, out of LeBron's hands a little more often um
0: that but, said. I mean, I do like that he's become like the towel waver of the team. I just think that's good, you know, for uh morale and just I, I think he's going to be He's going to want to be a part of the good things that are already going on. I don't think he's necessarily, just the way I see him now, I don't see him wanting necessarily, like, i got to get here and prove myself. I think he's going to look at what the Cavs do well now and be like, this is my team, I want to be a part of this. That's the vibe I get from watching him on the sidelines, chest bumping, seemingly getting the most, uh, he seems to have the most joy right now on the sidelines. So I'm really happy about that. He doesn't look like a guy that's down about his injury. He no. looks like a guy that's excited about the good things that they're doing and looking forward to be a part of it. And, you know, he's a good passer. So, you know, maybe on a team where he doesn't have to score 30 in order for the team to score 80, um, you know, we'll see a, a more, uh, I don't know, just a, more of a decision maker and less of a, I got to go hundred miles an hour all the time to try to create because otherwise my team can't score
1: and um, that could be interesting. (laughs) Isaiah Thomas has more technical fouls than Coach Lou this (laughs) season. (laughs) Uh, Evil hockey, he's got
0: all the stats. It's true, actually.
1: Yeah, I think he has two techs, (laughs) one or two. Yeah, (laughs) I think he could probably come back home against the Bulls so he can get one game under his belt before the Warriors game. (laughs) So the Bulls game is on the 21st, so... I could see that uh, that'd be a good game to get him so I I guess yeah. the they're playing the Lakers on TNT on the 14th that seems a little too early um and I don't know if that's a great matchup for him against uh the Lakers and they're you know ball, ball and yeah. or as or as I call them today uh Ricky Rubio
0: 2.0 yeah that's what he looks like can't yeah. shoot does everything else pretty well yeah can't shoot really at all
1: isaiah would torch lonzo ball and his dad yeah what a joke Lozo's been <laughs> i don't know i love the i love the trump trolling that's <laughs> that's my <laughs> you loved it oh i do i do i mean anytime you can troll a guy with his finger on the nuclear button you gotta do it <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: yeah i would have loved it if it wasn't the most predictable exchange <laughs> oh no, yeah in exactly. yeah right like come on <laughs> Surprise me a little bit, guys.
1: Neither of those guys are going to surprise you. No. <laughs> then, yeah.
0: I, I, everyone saw that coming, Right. Know, um, a continent away. Like, <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, and Donald Trump and Lonzo Ball involved in the same transaction. This, this should, <laughs> this, this won't end well. This, this well. <laughs> The point is, things are gonna be tweeted and said. Yeah. That's all you know. Yeah,
1: they needed to get Joel Embiid to get in the middle of their Twitter war.
0: Dude, Joel Embiid has been pretty savage on Twitter. Even, and I get, I'll, I'll give him credit for this. A lot of people talk the talk when they're putting up thirty and sixteen. Joel Embiid was missing his entire first year in a boot um, <laughs> on a seven-win team and he was tweeting savagery. So, you know what? You know, he was there and before And then he came
1: back cool. and backed it up, so.
0: He was there before it was cool. So, I'll well, give You want to know what's
1: insane? He has not even played 48 games in the NBA. That is insane. Yeah. So, That's... I I I do have to ask you if you read my article today. No. <laughs> I was
0: so busy. I teach
1: today. So, I, I, I was understand. Just... I understand you were negotiating with kids over their grades. That's I was, I was, I was, I was actually for like a half hour.
0: And I was like, I mean, you know me, I, I like to go to, I like to,
1: I like to argue, right? So I'm like, (laughs) you like to take arguments to their logical extensions and I do throw it back in people's faces. the The student was all like, I don't understand
0: why I got, you know, like a seven out of 10. I'm like, well, because you didn't format this at all correctly. And then he said he was confused about how to format it. So I said, okay. And I said, well, the vast majority of the class formatted it correctly. So is it, you know, I mean, if they, if that wasn't the case and everyone kind of did their own thing or did it wrong, I would say that's probably on me, but since everyone other than you and maybe one or two other students, you know, did it correctly. Isn't that on you? And, I feel like that's a pretty lock tight argument, right? There's not a lot of wiggle room there. Um, but he just kept going, you know, and then it's like, well, I was like, do you remember the class where I literally wrote on the board, like, Hey, right now, make an outline for yourself like this for this paper, because I don't want you to get the format wrong. He's like, yeah, but I was confused. I was like, okay. Uh, all right. And then he was like, because I read the thing you posted online. And so I'm like, okay, well, let's look at that and i brought it up and sure enough it's the same format and i'm like what you know it's like the more he talked about it the more convinced i was in fact by the end i felt like man you're lucky i gave you a 7 out of 10 like this paper sucks you know he's
1: My got all greatest kinds of types of enemy of knowledge is not ignorance it is the illusion of knowledge <laughs>
0: that's what i should have told <laughs> them should have been go. like should have been like you know what enough of this like let's get let, let, let's have a let's have some real talk
1: and then you should I have just... said, People who boast about their IQ are losers. <laughs> yeah, who rarely consummate. <laughs> <laughs> now we just sound like Daleks. <laughs> exterminate, exterminate. Oh, uh, this is getting, getting pretty. You, do you mean the things from. Um, Doctor Who? Doctor Who? Yeah. Okay. I don't know Doctor Who that well. I just watched I don't, I don't one this weekend because my daughters wanted to watch one, and we didn't even finish it. So
0: Doctor Who is like there's like two kinds of Doctor Who fans: the people that are actually fans, and the Johnny Come Lately hipster Doctor Who fans so, who are like fourth on my most insufferable list. <laughs> FYI,
1: I think we should save the top three for another episode. <laughs> Probably should, dude. We've re- we haven't even talked about.
0: How amazing this team is right now and how they're going to 4-0 sweep the Celtics in like the conference finals. And it's going to be the sweetest thing ever. And, and Evil Hawking is just going to spam the blog with the Brad Stevens, this guy meme. And it's going to be like, I told, I told my buddy at work who in the midst of the Celtics, you know, 13 game winning streak about them Celtics. And I just looked at them and i I just dismissed it in its entirety. I was like, you know what? Go win 66 games and enjoy getting swept by
1: the Cavs in the playoffs.
0: Cause that's what you're gunning for. That is what you're gunning for.
1: Impeach president Stevens. <laughs>
0: yeah, seriously.
1: Seriously. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about the whole thing is it's like my, my tweet. Congratulations on, you know, winning the league and giving a crap in November, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) when, when half the league was still playing itself into shape, which is, which is really true. And you're kind of seeing now who the contenders, who, who is legit and who is not legit. Um, some surprises, uh, Milwaukee still just nine and nine, uh, the Bledsoe trade not helping them, and and my guess as to why is that Delhi is on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know New York playing well, but now you know they've lost three straight. Uh, the Clippers uh, lost an insane amount of games straight—eight straight, uh, straight games—and then yeah. Memphis is on an eight-game losing streak. I mean, it's it's really interesting. I can't, yeah, the league is. Um, I can't wait until Kyrie decides to bolt in free agency next summer <laughs> after he realizes he can't beat LeBron with the Celtics.
0: <laughs> that would be that would be the ultimate irony.
1: Oh, I could totally see. I that. would
0: just love
1: Danny Ainge to get burned like that. Oh yeah, the Clippers seem like a natural destination for him. Like, yeah, he's so Hollywood. Yeah, and he and Blake are just the same kind of player. A lot of glitz and put up a lot, a lot of, of highlights numbers. yeah, yeah a lot not of win highlights. anything although i could see him ending up on the <laughs> well, lakers harry well, so. did win something but well that's true as you yeah
0: may recall
1: yeah so the question for me g is who what do you think the Cavs need i feel like they need another center and a point guard and that's a lot of what my Or a combo guard that can play either position and, and give some kind of a three and D combo guard. Um, I mean, I'm
0: intrigued by DeAndre Jordan. I mean, I saw, I saw that
1: chatter. Yeah. That would be kind of the guy I would love 10 times better than him is, is Dwayne Dedman. Um, who Dwayne Dedman, who does he even play for? He plays for Atlanta and he's averaging 46% on threes right now. And he's a shot blocker. Like mm. yeah. And the other problem with DeAndre, as he, as uh Evil Hawking says, DeAndre is an expensive rental. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like twenty million dollars a year.
1: Yeah, but more than that I think it's twenty four. It- twenty two or twenty four, yeah. Yeah, and um and he's got an opt out at the end of the year. So yeah, my my other idea was Nurland's Noel, um, you know, because Denver's basically gonna not going to get very much for him because there's no way he's re-signing. Um, and they'd be throwing... <laughs> I don't know if he'd move him here because I, for the same reason they that uh, Phoenix didn't want to move uh, Bledsoe here is because he doesn't want to help out Rich Paul because I think they're as irritated as Rich Paul, with Rich Paul as everyone else. So, Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. At, I'm at Dallas, not Denver. So and the problem with DeAndre is they either have to give up their pick or the Nets pick. Um I my thing yeah, is, it is don't, be worth it. don't give up anything for the Nets pick unless you're getting a long term all star. So
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna make a long term move this year. I mean you might you, no. you you genuinely have to approach this like if you don't go all in, that could be it, you know, for the LeBron era in Cleveland. I mean I don't I don't think it's gonna end, but it could. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if you get
1: too conservative. I don't know either. I, I Mark... wouldn't be
0: mad at them for doing a swing for the fences <laughs> go for it this year deal. I think that's what LeBron expects at
1: this point yeah. in his career. Mark Cuban if... would take Gilbert and Corby to the woodshed for Nerland's Noel <laughs> <laughs> then the yeah, but you know we've is,
0: spilled we've spilled so much ink on Nerlens at Cavs the blog. I feel yeah. like it's only right that at some point we would have him in a in a Cavs uniform.
1: That that's true. Yeah. Where is LeBron going to go, Tom? That, that's also a good question. I could see him going to New York. Huh. That, that I could see him going to like Houston. I'd say go to New York. I don't think he's going to go out west. I don't think he'd go to Houston. No? No. No way
0: he no, you can say it.
1: <laughs> no way he goes to Houston. No way he plays with Harden. <laughs> CP,
0: CP3's out there.
1: Yeah, I don't think CP3 would be there Yeah, maybe
0: time. not. I, I'm with you. EG. I'm not a Lebron's leaving guy. I'm saying you just got you can't you can't behave like he's going to be here another four years. I mean, you can't be making you can't be worried about that Nets draft pick. Yeah, it, you know, if you get to that point and you have still got that pick. Make the best pick, but make the. Best I think pick.
1: it's. Oh yeah, I you think it's going to be gone before that happens? I do. I really do. I I don't because
0: know. I still think they're a player. A rotation player away from being able to kind of go toe to toe with uh, Golden State or uh, Houston. Yeah, I think I can take Houston, but Golden State. Yeah, yeah, I think
1: Houston could come out of the West. Still, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I still think. I still think. I still think Golden State's on a different level. Evil Hawking says there is no player good enough to give up the pick.
0: Well, February. we won't know that until yeah.
1: We won't know that till February. But my my thought today was on guys that uh, the Cavs uh, could sign when they become available at the December fifteenth deadline to trade players that were signed over the summer. And I had uh, oh. George George Hill in there, and I had uh, Ooh, that's very intriguing, George Hill. Oh, I jo- George prob- Hill. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, that George Hill in my opinion, is a very limited point guard that could be a very good fit on the Cavs. Right. Because he's a good spot-up shooter, he's a good defender, um, and the Cavs have never needed a point guard to create too much offense. Right. Honestly, Kyrie's offense, yeah, it was great at times. And, I mean, yeah, the, the my turn, your turn stuff worked at times. But what the Cavs are doing right now is they're establishing an identity. They're establishing... Lineup identity, there. I mean, I, I don't know. They just and George Hill, I think, could fit really well into what they're trying to do. You know, um, very much the way Mario Chalmers was a good point guard for yeah. the Eatles.
1: The problem with Hill is he makes twenty two million dollars, which I that's just that's mind boggling. Yeah, me. there's so many. I was looking back at some of the uh, contracts signed over the last three years. Miles Plumley. Makes sixteen million dollars a year for like the next three years. <laughs> it's insane. Or the Luol Dang who Is Miles even the best Plumley? Um, is it Miles or I can't remember or Mason. Mate, God, which one's the one that looks like he's part of the Reichstag? Um. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, Miles Plumley is the one that's. Overpaid. Mason Plumlee's the good one that plays for Denver, and, and you know Denver a different. <laughs> What's all... Denver do? I've not seen a Denver game yet. This they're year. eleven and eight. are um, okay. super deep. Um, their best player is Nikolai, yep. King of RPM Jokic.
0: Yep, he's um, on my fantasy team.
1: Yeah, and they're just super deep. I mean they just lost Millsap for several months and they'll probably not oh, miss a beat because no. they've got Fareed coming off the bench. So.
0: Oh, Fareed. They're Fareed and Tristan Thompson are like, in a weird odd way, very similar. Like They show flashes of brilliance and then they show flashes of like, does this guy do anything? Right. Uh-oh.
1: Yeah. Except for the hair. Yeah, this for Reed's another one. Of Seriously, the, like I I've forgotten heir. that
0: until now I've forgotten
1: that like Thompson is on the team. Yeah, and they have not missed him. No. Or, yeah, and I don't. I I feel like that contract is a total is a bit of an albatross.
0: <laughs> like somebody, how many more
1: years is it?
0: Because I would say it is, except more years, for the fact two more that
1: years after this one.
0: I mean, except for the fact that. There's so many of these. I mean, it's like he's not worse than like Mozgov or any of these other guys that have these insane contracts.
1: Yeah, there was some. I mean, there were some horrible contracts that were given out the last couple of years. <laughs> I I kind of feel like the Cavs didn't really have a choice because they didn't have anybody else that could stick in that hole or yeah. stick in that spot. But yeah. <laughs> TT could still come back and be his old Canadian dynamite self. He could.
0: Yeah. Probably has to shed some Kardashian baggage first.
1: <laughs> I would love the manimal here, if for no other reason than for the memes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As meme manager of Cavs the blog, yeah. he is the authority on yeah. player and coach memes.
1: You could have just said consummate instead of stick in that hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh well this this podcast's starting to get a little long in the tooth, so
0: No known for his astrophysics. <laughs> yeah. Less known the way he moonlights as a dirty comic. Long in the tooth. <laughs> well, we got before we finish it, we yeah. gotta You gotta throw David a bone, man. Have a little lawn talk. So I got a a question for you. Do you (laughs) weed and feed your lawn? Uh, you know, I, I, I buy a lot of stuff for my lawn and then I either don't get around (laughs) to using it or I (laughs) use it improperly.
1: Okay. So like I've
0: got so much grass seed and it's just sitting in my garage because I don't, you know, it's like I really should get an aerator and do this the right way or just pay some money and have someone else do it right um
1: but <laughs> because and... you and I have such a uh, such a surplus of of spare time yeah yeah yeah
0: well I told I tell you I hired a kid to cut my grass
1: yeah how's that going oh, okay i mean Okay. You should get those aeration shoes with the spikes on the bottom. <laughs>
0: no, those don't work. I've read all about those. They don't make the proper holes in the ground. <laughs> they don't consummate the dirt well enough.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I finally got me you did. You, you got been, me. You've been ruining me all <laughs> night. It was my turn. They knew was my if turn. you make
1: the kid you pay to mow your lawn do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Oh man. Uh so anyway. Um so yeah, my dilemma oh. is I've always so I, I got real into uh organic lawn care a couple of years ago. And then, you know, I did the thing, just like you're talking about, I bought some of the stuff to do it and then didn't do the whole lawn and just kind of, so then I had this bag of organic fertilizer in my shed that, that I never did anything with. And then I ended up just, I think I gave it away to somebody. So now like every year, my lawn gets a little more scraggly. So I feel like I need to weed and feed. And I've always been told the best time to weed and feed is November. Yeah. Me too. So I need to and it's supposed to be sixty tomorrow, so I'm like, oh Oh, I should get out
0: there. Oh I should take the day off and put up my Christmas lights tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we're not doing Christmas lights this year. My wife's too busy. You you Scrooge. No, it's not it's not me, it's my wife. No, okay. Yeah, I I I I go where the boss tells me.
0: Yeah. No, I I I subscribe to that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so that uh that club as well but she doesn't she doesn't want to do it this year so and plus with okay. all the we just re, we're still redoing all the floors in our house and all this other stuff so yeah i totally get where she's coming from so yeah just light the fertilizer bag like a yule tide log <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey kid uh, go out and consummate the yard <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, so uh, I guess we are in agreement. Uh, if anybody knows any place to get some good organic lawn fertilizer, and I'm not talking, uh, I'm not talking cow shit, um, <laughs> in Stark County, let me know. Um, there used to be a place up uh, north of, like in North Ridgeville area, that I used to go get it. But uh, oh, that's a hike for you. It was. It was. Well, it was from my old job, which it was about half hour from there, but then in about an hour home, but yeah. I got to, uh, but now I live even further, so I gotta, I gotta figure out where to get, cause I don't, I don't do the chemical fertilizer. That's a, that's not, that's not my bag.
0: You're way too progressive for that. I'm right?
1: way too progressive for that. That's right. Yeah. That's right. In Good fact, for you. Good for you. In fact, one year it's spring, of course, I always get all these dandelions and I had the the true green chemlon guy came to my door and it was almost like he was mad at me. And He was like, I'm gonna give you this discount just to help your neighbors out. And I was like I was like, Yeah, sure, whatever, go away. I mean I didn't say that, but I was like, Yeah, oh yeah, sure, give me your brochure and I was like and then I flipped him off after I closed the door. But it was like So, yeah. Uh, I have artificial grass. And that's the only way to go. No water. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm anti all the big chemicals. So, well, so
0: this guy I used to work with told me this and I have not confirmed it. If true, game changer. He said the secret to aerating is not to use a core aerator or any tools. It's to wait, watch the, um, watch the weather and when there's an imminent snowstorm like at least an inch you put down the grass seed right then okay. and then what happens is it snows and so then the snows on top of the seed so the birds don't just eat it right off of the right. snow and then as it kind of thaws and melts or compacts or whatever it kind of it kind of needs it into the ground and and, ger- like on and also own. gives
1: it water to germinate so
0: right And I thought, wait, that sounds too easy. Like, how come I've Googled this and no one's ever said that before? Um, That sounds like the put a banana peel on a wart and it's gone in two days. Like, (laughs) it's way too good to be true. I saw that's what he said.
1: I lost eight inches of belly fat with one easy trick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With this one easy trick. Yeah. Dermatologists hate him. Yeah.
0: That one easy trick. (laughs) So, Nate, you want to know what the best part about tinnitus? What is that? That the Celtics wasted a Marcus Smart game.
1: Oh, Marcus Smart finally had a good offensive six, game. Six of nine from three.
0: Uh, twenty-three points, leading scorer in thirty-one minutes. Had six dimes to go with it, and they lost by double digits to the Pistons. The Pistons are quietly thirteen and six. Yeah. Uh, after an extremely disappointing year last year.
1: Yeah, and so that's something. And uh, Andre Drummond playing well.
0: Yep. Um,
1: yep. Yeah, no, they 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 were much worse than they should have been last year, and maybe I think yeah, a little bit so. this year they're punching above their weight. Andre <sighs> Drummond had a 25 and 22 game. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Drummond Drummond is a force. We popping See, that's – and a lot of people are like, well, the Cavs didn't need a center like that last year. But I feel like the Cavs may need a center this year for the playoffs, like if they have yeah. to. And, and even if it's not that they can't beat a team like um <laughs> Mozzie is available, <laughs> <laughs> if they can't beat a team like the Pistons, they that the Pistons can certainly extend the series against them, which at their, at their age is not necessarily a good thing. So, yeah, but we are 90 minutes in and it is about time to, uh, retire this podcast. Do you have any, uh, parting shots, anything you want to pitch? Anything I want to pitch, uh, What's your lawn care product.
0: Oh, my favorite lawn care product. Um, you know, a good investment when you become a homeowner, <laughs> Is to buy an all steel shovel. Like the entire thing is just one piece of steel. So there's no handle because I just abuse shovels. I just like, I got to get this out. So I'm going to use my shovel and then I break them, whether they're wood or fiberglass or whatever. So spend 20, 30 bucks, get a nice all steel shovel. You won't regret it. Um, my favorite <laughs> lawn, other lawn care equipment. It was so delightfully
1: random. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm just trying to think about what I have that is good. Tom does not understand that backhoes exist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I dug up a well twice
0: by hand. Um, yeah, it took me like a whole day. And I should have just rented a backhoe. Just rent the
1: backhoe. Just rent the best. That's your. That's good advice. Okay. That's good advice. Uh, Evil Hawking. What? What do you have to pitch? (laughs) Or pay that kid who mows your lawn.
0: You gotta be careful though, because like I had my brother in law um, try to pull out a stump for me one time with his like monster truck car, and honestly, like no joke, he could have killed like a whole family. (laughs) And I, I mean, no, it's no joke. Like. (laughs) He was, he, he was gunning it. The chain, if the chain would have broken, he would have, he would have killed like five people because this family across the street was like, they had come home. They had kind of parked far away because they saw what we were doing and they were walking like up towards their house and my brother in law gunned it and his tires started bouncing back and forth as his car straightened out with the alignment of the chain and the road and yeah it was like one of the scariest moments ever and by the way it, you really can't pull trees out <laughs> like not you just can't that, well, that's not I'm, a thing i'm glad no one was hurt <laughs> which is why tornadoes that do that are so impressive because you can take some insane truck attach a chain to a tree stump and just say, punch it, and it's not moving. So, <laughs> professionals, I recommend professionals anytime you're going to do anything like that.
1: Okay. So, uh, e- Evil Hawking's pitch is I recommend the book A Brief History of Time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Stephen Hawking book? <laughs> and also Derek Rose and the quantum physics of black holes. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, I don't even know if I. What do you
0: think? To... We didn't even really talk about Rose. You think he's done? You think he's suited up for the last time?
1: I don't know. I think he's gonna whine until. One of two things has happened. He's going to come back and just kind of try and play out the string and force the Cavs to trade him um, and kind of slog through the season because he doesn't want to lose that Adidas money.
0: Right. That's seventy-five million or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's moving to Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um. Or what I think he's, he's going to try and play out the string long enough that he can negotiate a buyout with, uh, um, Adidas. Cause Adidas doesn't want to keep pay- paying him 10 million a year, but if he just kind of makes an effort, they have to. So I think he's going to try and get in a buyout with Adidas and then go, go the way of the Dodo. Yeah. But he did this last year. He walked away from the Knicks like he just didn't show up for a game and nobody knew where he was and he was still in Chicago. So he's going to team up with Mo Williams and Chauncey Billups or Ice Cubes three on three league. So there you go. Um, and it was Adidas, not Nike. I don't know if I said Nike, but, or Reebok. I'm not sure what I said, but yeah, that's what I think will happen. I don't, I don't the fact that the Cavs don't seem to miss him very much can't be, uh, it does seem like it's a little bit of a hint. <laughs> so. Yeah. So college football, Nate, what do you think? Um, who's, I, I don't know. You don't follow? No, I don't follow. I mean. All right. Evil Hawking, man. What do you think? Pretty, pretty wild right now.
0: There's basically like eight teams that it's really hard to distinguish. Who's the best?
1: It all depends on who wins this weekend. Yeah. So what, Evil Hawking,
0: what happens if Ohio State beats Wisconsin? Does no Big Ten team get in, even though this might be the strongest year in recent memory for the Big Ten? Let's go, Uh, Nate.
1: Tell the prompter. I I, I feel like I don't have a complete thought from Hawking. Yet.
0: Oh, you're waiting on the second half. yeah yeah <laughs> evil hawking your technology is slowing you down it can't keep up with your brain
1: if clemson oklahoma i don't know what the rest of that is they get left out if it's between them and alabama which i would agree they i do have a slight idea of what's going on in college football but i don't know uh, what happened last weekend i just know the bucks beat michigan so
0: well in your reality football's already been banished in america
1: <laughs> my reality yeah well, there you go well you know all about my reality i mean after the calves game of the first game of the season with boston and gordon hayward um, broke his leg, I was like, oh, the... the Boston's going to miss the playoffs. Boston's going to miss the playoffs. The Nets pick might be better than the Boston pick, or worse than the Boston pick, so... Yeah. That tells you... You see, Wendy thing.
0: wrote an article today about, titled, Breakup with Kyrie has unlocked the best of LeBron James. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I, You can't argue with it. I don't know if the breakup with Kyrie had anything to do with it. Other than I think playing with Kyle Korver uh, might have more to do with it, and just you know having fixed his jump shot probably has more to do with it than anything.
0: So he talks about LeBron as the best per in the league. Um, he talks about it's above thirty, and the other four times it was above thirty, he won the MVP. This is a pretty scintillating chart. So here's LeBron shooting percentages from. Mid-range, 16 to 24 feet, and 24-plus feet last year. 36.2, 30, 36.5. This year, 42.9,
1: 42.5, 42.2.
0: Yeah. That is a stunning improvement. Yeah.
1: Especially when three years ago he was shooting 30% from three. Yeah. 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 I predicted that LeBron would win the MVP in July. I believe that prediction will come true.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Oh, it could. I it mean, could. yeah, I think The Cavs, so. if the Cavs win, if the Cavs get the number 1 seed in the East, I bet you that does come true. But yeah. I don't know. It'd be tough if they don't.
1: I get really annoyed at the Kyrie Irving. Uh, MVP talk when the guy like for a while, the guy wasn't even shooting 30% from three or was shooting just around 30% from three. It's like...
0: Yeah, he had a stinker tonight. One of six from three, nine or six turnovers. Good. Yeah, he did have, have nine, more he did have nine times, but, yeah. but yeah. I'm just glad they wasted a Marcus Smart game because, you know, he's going to do that every once in a blue moon, yeah. go off and yeah. they wasted it At- because on the other hand. Tobias Harris had a Tobias Harris game. He went five of six from downtown.
1: Tobias Harris having a good season. I mean, he didn't play well against the Cavs. No, he did, no, he did not.
0: His. He looked terrible against the Cavs.
1: But his his but against the Cavs, his jumper did look nice. Um but it kind of left him in the second half. So and the other you thing know, as as evil Hawking uh says, the Pistons were on a back to back against the Cavs.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't like it was ever close, I mean, they got they got completely annihilated. I
1: can't believe I've been doing the stupid voice for a hundred minutes.
0: <laughs> I am impressed, and and you haven't. I, I mean, we'll have to go back I haven't and listen. Broken
1: character once. I don't. No, think I, so. I you haven't. You haven't. You really got it done. <laughs> uh. So I and and I've missed a lot of what uh, Evil Hawking said about uh. The college football college situation football. but yeah I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna skip that for now because i feel like we need to well wrap
0: there's no way evil hawking
1: can be an expert at all of these things
0: right I mean, we already oklahoma. know it's okay a great he's, mad. It's he's so mad so now <laughs> i have to say
1: okay i have to say what he was gonna say if clemson beats miami oklahoma <laughs> beats tcu and auburn beats georgia even if OSU beats Wisconsin, they probably lose out to Alabama. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I don't think people would pay to hear Stephen Hawking pick college football games. That's just me. It seems a little dry. <laughs> Pair, St- Pair Stephen Hawking with Tony Romo, yeah. college football. Wisconsin is in if they beat OSU. Since yeah. They'll be they defeated. They'll be They're the only undefeated power five, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I oh, think, honestly, I think if OSU, like, trounces Wisconsin, they would get in. I'm worried that they, like, barely beat them. Like, they win by three. I worry that it'll be, the Big Ten will be left out.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't worry about that that much. I mean, they had, everybody, every team in the Big Ten I, had their destiny in their hands. I guess a little bit, not Wisconsin, because... uh they didn't really have a very strong schedule and as E. G. said, that Iowa loss is brutal. It really is. Yeah. So
0: So I, I, I've I come up with a new strategy for um funding our blog expenses. What's that? You know, we can set up one of those like cryptocurrency things where people can just send us uh, you know, crypto coin and we can use it to pay for you know, hosting and everything else. So yeah. I figured like We don't need that much, so we could just do, you know, like, you could donate, like, one Bitcoin, for example.
1: You know how much one Bitcoin is worth now? Shh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Quiet. (laughs) So, you know, if you got a Bitcoin laying around, you could just send it to Cavs the blog
1: and... We can keep our little beach community going for infinity. So, if you had invested a thousand dollars in bitcoins in like 2010, you would be over a millionaire now. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I know. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Where was your defiant crypto, you know, predictions back then, Nate?
1: <laughs> you guys might have to trade all your fertilizer in the garage for Bitcoin. Uh okay. (laughs) We've got to wrap this up. I'm starting to lose my voice. We're
0: we're punchy, but we're just I think it's great because I think the Cavs are in a good place right now. I love that they're establishing their second unit, has established an identity. They're fun to watch. I've never seen LeBron I mean I've seen LeBron play at a higher level just in terms of being more overwhelming because of Mm -hmm. kind of the athleticism. But right now he's just Unstoppable in a, in a, in a calmer, slightly quieter way. He's like, in all the, in all the movies, like the real ninja masters are old men, which you realize, like, there's no way, like, the best MMA fighter in the world would be 75 years old. But in all the, like, Japanese animes, like, the strongest fighters, like, got a beard and, like, a long beard and stuff. But that's like LeBron. He's like the old man on the court and he's still the best player. Um, he just has, he just, he's just perfected his craft to, to an insane level. I don't know and that I'm,
1: exists in some, you know, you know, remember George Foreman and Gordy Howe and, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. LeBron has that kind of thing. Like he could be doing this till he's 45 if he wanted to.
0: I think he's going to shoot for it. I think he's gunning for Kareem's record and I think he's going to get it unless, you know, something crazy happens.
1: Yeah. I now look forward to the second unit coming in instead of dreading it, like, in the past few years. Yeah. Yeah. And and E.G. also said Tom Brady is LeBron's favorite player.
0: Let's, oh, good. Yeah. yeah, get on whatever crazy-ass diet Tom Brady's on.
1: But, but evil Hawking said, and I agree with him, the second unit's allowing LeBron to get the proper rest, but I think it's more than that. It's more that he doesn't have to win every game on his own, right, but he still can, which we saw against uh Charlotte, so yeah, 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 but he doesn't have to do it every night, so yeah, and I was, think
0: they're in a, I think they're in a great place right now they are do? racking up some wins. You know they're going to hit some road bumps, so it's good to get these yeah. get strike while the iron's hot.
1: When and, you get um, 55 points from your bench, you're probably going to win. Yeah. Okay, EG, what what do you what do you got to what do you got to pitch? Anything a brief history of time. <laughs> <Just> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, there will be yeah, holiday. He did, road he did bumps. pitch
1: that. I don't know if I have anything to pitch. Uh I'm just going to say go Cavs and um, you know, send me some throat lozenges cuz I'm a little hoarse. So,
0: yep, send me some bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> and as
1: always, go Cavs.
0: Go go Cavs. You got to do I need evil hawking to so go Cavs.
1: <laughs> go Cavs.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Cavs the Blog podcast. Check
1: back soon for some more fun with your favorite blogger. There's a fire. Lost your your partner? And we're out.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Filet-O-Fish Sandwich all day.